everyone. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to Beyond Small Talk every Thursday at the four o'clock hour. How are you all doing today? Thank you for joining. My name is Jackie Janik and I'm a women's empowerment coach helping women uncover their purpose and define their own path in the world. And today you are watching Beyond Small Talk. Real women, real conversation, elevating womankind one talk at a time. And today my co-host is a very special guest. Her name is Allison Davis and her handle is at Allison Said. Allison is a sales coach and trainer. She's the founder of Sales Breakthrough Mastermind and she's a fierce supporter of service providing entrepreneurs. And today our topic is happy selling. Does, what does that mean, Allison? Does that exist? Allison is the expert on sales and she just has this energy and aura of just being happy and like making sales feel good and not icky. So let's dive in and break some of those myths about, you know, happy selling. Is that such a thing? And on, it's going through Allison. We're getting really waiting, waiting. So happy to have you. Hi. It's so great to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you. You are like the selling. We met a few years ago and I said earlier that you were just like, you make feel, sales feel like really happy. Like it doesn't feel like this ickiness around it. Yeah. Thank you for, thank you for saying that. I think, um, you know, I've had a, a long career in sales. My gosh, almost 20 years, which I can't believe. <gasps> actually see you better if I do this. I can't, I can't. <laughs> you know, I've been in a lot of situations where, um, you know, I've had those terrible sales managers and, and people who wanted me to be pushy and all that jazz and none of that worked for me. And mm -hmm. after 20 years of, you know, being in some good situations and some hairy situations, um, I've now come to a place where I really, I really view sales as service the highest kind of service. And um, I don't know, Jackie, have you, not to put you on the spot, but have you ever done um, the love language? Have you ever taken that quiz? I have like the five love languages. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Mine is acts of service. And so when I am being of service to someone else, I'm feeling majorly aligned. And so I, I think that's what's helped me to really embrace selling as something that is a, a force for good in the world to help other people like me want to be of service. Um, I work mostly with service providers to help yeah. them out and do more of that in the world. Yeah. So, so it's interesting because I've been doing, you know, I'm in my 40s. And so my <laughs> perception, you know, of growing up when I don't know what you like majored in college, or if you did marketing or sales and things like that, you just always had this connotation of what a typical sales and I hate that they still are salesmen, there's more than just salesmen in the world, right? Yeah. But but you can use car salesmen, as a matter of fact, right? Yeah. Yes. That was always the thing. So now as, you know, entering into this world for myself and other people who listen to Beyond Small Talk into entrepreneurship, whether they feel like, um, I don't know their feelings around sales. And I'm sure you hear from women particularly that, oh, it doesn't feel good or um, I'm being pushy or whatever. And I'm sure there's all those challenges that you hear quite frequently. I'm just curious, like, how do we go about either like reframing that thought process? And what other what is it really like? Is sales really that way? Oh, yeah, I don't think so. Really good question. And I would say women for sure. And, and anyone else who feel mm -hmm. um, 
who is sensitive to other people's feelings and who uh, maybe are empathic or just have you know, a, a general sensitivity to how others are feeling. You know, we never want to have anybody else feeling manipulative or, or feeling, mm. I should say. We, we can smell it a mile away if someone is trying to get us to do something because it works for them that you do that thing versus you're trying to get me to do something because you genuinely believe that it will help me to go forth in the world in the way in which I want to do. And I, I think your question was, how do we do that? You know? Yeah. Uh, and I was just, um, earlier today, I was just teaching a, a little bit of a class on how to have sales conversations. And I think this might help. Um, you might think that the number one goal in any sales conversation is to make the sale or, you know, get in advance the next step down the road toward a proposal and a contract. Um, and for some sales teams and some entrepreneurs, it is that. And again, I think we can see them coming a mile away, right? <laughs> yeah. right? As opposed to, I'll share with you one of my favorite quotes. It's from uh, an author called Colleen Stanley. And I always want to be um, putting a spotlight on women who are writing about sales and selling because there's not enough of us talking about it, you know? Um, Colleen Stanley says, the goal in any sales conversation is to seek the truth and do the right thing. Mm. And I think that's yeah. beautiful, Deep. you know? Yeah. It is. It's, well, she writes about um, uh, EQ, you know, so emotional intelligence. Yes. Mm hmm and I think that's the difference. Are we tapping into our EQ, not tapping into our, you know, our smoothness and how, you know, how slick we can be, but really tapping into our emotional intelligence. So if our goal is to speak the truth and do the right thing, I think we can feel, you and I met, you know, with, um, with, with a mutual friend who like, it's like we, we're aligned and we need things to feel in our lives right and so you feel when someone else is in alignment with you too and if your goal is to seek the truth and do the right thing the human being that you're speaking with is going to feel that and they're going to trust you more um and they're going to go down the path with you as opposed to my goal is to get a sale yeah well i think that really makes a difference how women can start reframing like what is their intentions or what is their goals around the conversation versus oh i gotta get you know that purchase order i gotta close it i gotta get a signed contract and maybe it's like another level than that and that if we uh redefine what the success looks like of the conversation yes. Yes. then we can get to a better place yeah. And I'll give it to you. Too. So whenever I'm teaching sales skills, I like to think about it. We got to think about it tactically. Like it has to actually are in the business of having a business, right? So it doesn't have to work. Um, so we want to look at it tactically, but also energetically. And if mm. truth and do the right thing is like a little too out there. Okay, great. What the heck does that mean? I'll give you a more tactical way uh, of reframing the sales conversation. Cause I think you're right. I think we can reframe it, you know, but let's bring it down to earth a little bit. Seek the truth and do the right yeah. thing. A philosophical text. And we don't have time for that. We gotta, we gotta. Like, have yeah. So coaches watching this, a great sales conversation is, is quite similar to what I learned in coaching school, which is you want to help the person feel the gap between where they are today and where they want to go. Mm -hmm. And that's about, I think that's a really deep service, actually, to sit with another human and say, what's up? What's going on with you? What makes now a good time to be speaking to a sales coach? There must be something going on. Tell me about that. 
and to really help them understand where they are today and where they want to go, that is the best thing you can do to sell anyone is just to help them understand that alone. Yeah, finding clarity, and you know, because a lot of times and when, you know, during my day job, um, I work with account managers and things like that, and bringing in some of these coaching tips and tools, um, I say, you know, and there are a lot of old timers that are like, oh, what this is like woo woo this, what is this? But I said, if you put in a bit of that effort to really have the person that you're selling to feel seen and heard, it goes a long way. Right? Like it really goes a long way if the individual sees seen and heard on what their challenges are. And like, if you can have solutions to help my life, like, I want you, I want you. And I think you bring up an, yet another good point with that, which um, I think then for those of us who do care about being in, in alignment with the people that I work with, um, that part can be very easy. Like, once you know what you're doing, you know, to ask questions, to uncover what that truth is for them, what's working for them, what's not working for them and where they want to go. Okay. But then what, you know, that part just feels like a conversation. Like I do that with my friends. I do that with, maybe if I'm outgoing, I even do that with strangers. Like I'm a people person. <laughs> uh, and I think where things get real dicey is, well, how do we actually turn that into a real piece of business? and do it in a way that doesn't feel gross. Um, and, and that's where I, the real skills training sort of comes in. And you have to think about um, when you're trying to sell to someone, they have a pain point, right? They have something that's not working for them. And when you say to someone, hey, what's not working for you? The first thing that comes out of their mouths is just the tip of the iceberg, usually. Mm. And I think what can be really challenging for those of us who want, we're in the business of making people feel better, right? You know, like we have, you have yeah. a problem solution. We're solutions focused people. And what can feel really counterintuitive. And I think what gives people the icks is to say, um, you got to stick with that pain point for a moment, right? Mm. Example of, um, I have a bum hip. I have a hip that is in some pain, right? Now, if I go to the physical therapist and she says to me, all right, what, what's wrong with you? And I say, my hip hurts. And she says, okay, hip pain. And I see your x-ray. Okay, I know exactly what's going on with you. Go do X, Y, and Z exercises and do all of this stuff at home. I might do it with gusto, yeah. <laughs> right? My hip hurts. But what if she said this? Ah, I'm really sorry your hip hurts. And because your hip hurts, like what's going on in your life? How's it affecting your life? Well, I can't go for my prospect park walks with my husband. Like I can't keep up. We get back early. I'm in a lot of pain. Wow. So you're missing out. You're missing out on time with your family. Yeah. How are you sleeping? Because your hip hurts like crap. Oh, and how is that affecting you? I, I hear you're an entrepreneur. So how is that affecting your, your, your work? Oh my God. It's really fit. How much more motivated am I to do those dang exercises? Yeah, yeah, like a hundred times. Yeah. I'm more likely to do the exercises. Now, was that comfortable for her to put me in a position where I have to talk about my pain points for an extended period of time? No, it's awful. But if she's doing it because she knows I'm going to take further action to heal myself because I am not worried about, um, 
because if I'm gonna because I am feel I'm sorry I'm saying hi to Rochelle who just came in hi Rochelle um <laughs> if she has sort of um been my guide and stuck with me in those pain points because she's willing to show up with me there and mm -hmm. me I have more trust and faith in her and I am much more motivated to do the exercises she has assigned me 100% because if that person's willing to get in and go, you know, get in the crap with you and all the bullshit and like, you know, I work with people um, and have printers or whatever during my day job. And the people who have been there for me when it was like the worst, or I'm like, Oh, my God, or whatever, I'm more likely to be a repeat customer and give them more business because you you were able to not only push me to that point, you know, well, I like to call stretch me in that area. Yes, exactly. But also stretch and also support. So yeah, we're getting some good stuff here. So why embrace this? Like, I think I was kind of going down that road a little bit, like repeat customer, but why embrace these, you know, tips? around like the reframing your selling um, strategy? Yeah, um, you know, the bottom line, right? If we're, if we're gonna take it from a tactical perspective and an energetic perspective, mm -hmm. we must have some type of plan around selling. You know, there's, there are a few different types of entrepreneurs in the world. There are some who are like, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get all the help I need. I'm going to get sales training. I'm going to rock at this all the way over to the other side of the spectrum where it's like, I'm just not doing it. I'm going to, and what that looks like is like, I'm going to be, uh, the, I have one client who says, I want to be the lighthouse. I just want to be here. And I, and it's beautiful, right? It's beautiful. Yeah shine my beacon brightly and I want to call the boats into me and listen, you can do that like you can't uh -huh. get the, the the light shining in the right direction with like and you, you know and you got to call in a lot of boats if, if that's how you're gonna do it <laughs> dance right um yeah. but tactically we have to embrace sales skills because we believe so deeply in the work that we do having an effect on the people we do it with so mm -hmm. Tactically, we have to know how to work these skills so that we can do what we're put on the earth to do, period. Energetically, I think we have to embrace these skills for much the same reason, which is you have to be a whole person who is, I don't believe in balance, right? But we're either moved. Yeah. We're either moving closer to a happy balance, in my opinion, or farther away at any time. And if we're like doing this with sales skills, we're trying to have a business but we're like moving away from sales energetically, I think we're crushing ourselves. And how we show up if we are crushing ourselves, you know, it's like we have to, but, but we have to embrace sales in ways that feel aligned with us as humans. We have to let go. I think that's the thing. Yeah, we have to let go of our perceptions of it or uh, the, again, the icky feeling around it and embrace the parts that actually feel good and start, maybe start there, like start with what feels good to you. Because um, in the beginning, I was also saying that these sales, it's more than just for an entrepreneur. You know, it's more you can use these tips that you're talking about in any part of your life. Say if you go on an interview, an interview, you're kind of, you know, selling yourself and your skills and you know your personality your character your values and um how about if you want to convince somebody of something right <laughs> or just have any anywhere i feel like there's sales that comes into a lot of points of your life yes what movie are we going to watch tonight that's a sales conversation 
<laughs> and some people are really good at it, you know, and they get a lot. I, my sister is really good at it. So I'm always like, oh, I fall into her trap all the time. Anyway. <laughs> An interesting word too, Jackie, which is convinced. And I think I'm really glad you, you mentioned that word because I do think that for some entrepreneurs who are like, Ooh, I think they think they have to convince someone mm. and that they have to be a great speaker or they have to be persuasive. I mean, these, these are great skills to have, but I don't think they're the most important skills in selling. I think the most important skills in selling are listening, mm. being, right? Listening, being curious. If you can ask great questions, you're in a great position to be a good salesperson in your business. Um, if you are asking good questions and you are listening deeply for things that aren't working, and then if you have ways that you can help that person in the ways that are not working and you're getting into that hip pain, you're getting in, yeah. get away with just like, Ooh, hurts. we're getting into like the effects and the consequences of that. Um, you're, you're really having a deep conversation. And, and, and this is, this goes for if you're selling to an individual or also for a company, companies have multiple layers and multiple pain points in them. Um, and if, if you can do all of that, you're a good, you're curious, you ask good questions, you're a good listener, and then you just speak from the heart. I, I'm not trying to sound like, oh, it's so simple, but honest to goodness, let's remember Colleen Stanley's quote, seek the truth, do the right thing. If, if you have gotten and you, you can help that person, whether you're selling printer paper or coaching service, I don't care what it is. And then you say, I, I can help you. Do you want to hear about how I can do that? And they say yes, and you have permission. And then you share with an open heart about what you want to do for them. You're in good shape. It's, it's not rocket science. It does take a little bit of confidence. It takes a little bit of like bull in a china shop. Like, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to do it. And <laughs> like a muscle. I just think build sales like you build your muscles in the gym um i'm glad you brought that up because for me that you said around convinced now i'm reframing my mindset around it yeah so just having this conversation right now and like really thinking about it um yeah i had a little bit of that in my mind that i have to convince to be um you know selling my services and I like maybe even calling it offerings or you know whatever feels good for me or whomever's doing it you know use the terminology that feels good for you yes I agree um and and there's a two exercises I can share with you to oh, yeah. do right away I think um for me I always say sales is service but that's you know that's unique to me I am a fighter like about the five love languages, mine are acts of service, you know, mine is acts of service. So I resonate deeply with, with service. Um, I think a fun exercise is to say in one word, you know, such as service or such as love or, you know, in one word that resonates deeply with you, what is it that you're actually selling? Mm. Can I put you on the spot and ask you that, you know, with your service, what? Yeah, that's a, and you can make one Not up. My room. <laughs> You're like, Jackie, we don't have all that time. Yeah, that's really good because I, you know, I say I'm a woman's empowerment coach helping purpose. So try this on for a mantra. Sales is purpose. Oh. I'm writing this down. Yeah, because a couple things are going on here. You, you, in order to get to your mission, which is to help 
to empower um, your humans that you're working with and to maybe I'm, I'm may, might be making up words here, but like bring them to purpose or help them embody their purpose or whatever that is. Sales is the gauntlet you have to run to get there. <laughs> yeah. you, you have to go through a process with a human. And I think it can be really difficult, but if you can reframe that for yourself, sales is purpose. Sales is purpose that you, it, you're going to go through with much more ease. Um, so yeah, it feels better too than just like, you know, oh, I'm selling coaching packages or something like that. And, you know, bringing up my day job again, I'm, you know, marketing for an eyewear company. And for the longest time, we're like, we're more than frames, we're more than frames. And I was like, ah, it still didn't feel like it resonated with me. And then a few years ago, a few of us were sitting in a room and I was like, what do we really do? Like, what are we really doing? And then I can't remember. And it was a collaborative effort. We were all like, we help people see. Like that just feels so much different, even when I'm out talking about, you know, my day job and what do I do? When I say I help people see, and our slogan is helping people see a beautiful day every day. I know it sounds a little more woo-woo-ish, but it just feels so much better when I talk about eyewear than like, oh, they're glasses. You know, like it just is in another level. So I think doing that and reframing. Oh, and it's funny now that I say that that op the optical poet jumped on and he's in the optical industry. Oh, the universe, it works in such yes, perfect ways. Yeah. It, it's, you know, if, if you are a person who's like just your DNA is one that we were like yuck sales, you know, that it, keeping your eye on the mission is really, really important and is going to help you to get there. I think the other the other little mind shift exercise, you know, these are like bite-sized tips, right? Because they're on Instagram. Yeah. Is um, if if you are feeling like I need to convince this person, you know, I I I feel that in my body as a, the sensation is like a, a jumping, a leaning forward, like I'm trying to, you know, and it's a really enthusiastic. Thing. I know convincing doesn't do anything for anybody, but instinct comes up. And when it comes up and I'm like, no, but you should join my mastermind or, oh, I, I physically try to sit back and take a breath. And whenever I have the instinct to convince, I tell a story instead. So Ooh. in pocket at any moment, I have about five or six um, mini, I call them par stories. And I'll give you this little tidbit too, for any of entrepreneurs mm -hmm. watching, right? So if I'm going to like convince or I'm like, oh, don't you want to work with me? Or if I'm feeling anxiety in any way, I step back, take a breath, and I tell a story about a client that reminds me of the human being I'm speaking to now about my services. And I call it a par story because it's a problem that my client had, an action that we took together, and the result that we got. So I might That's say you know, you remind me of my client, Susie Q, who had a program that she really wanted to fill and she tried twice and she didn't fill it. And so we worked together for two months and we got a new strategy to bring in new leads. And I taught her how to have a really beautiful aligned sales conversation. And then she had her first five figure month and she's continued to hit that every month since. How would that feel for you? you know, <laughs> like, like telling someone. Yeah versus showing someone there's a there's one there's some good sales training that exists <laughs> you know in, in america and you know an old sales axiom that still remains true is that details tell benefits sell 
Mm. I'm not going to waste a whole lot of time giving you the details of being in my sales mastermind as an entrepreneur. Details, schmeetails. I'm going to tell yeah. you the success stories that we've experienced, the transformation we've experienced, the dollars that are coming in because of the work we're doing. These are things that you care about more. And it's also a way for me to say, be the lighthouse in a way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shine my light, my beacon. And if you're a boat and you wanna come on in, you gotta come on in. There's no convincing in this. You yeah. see? I love your showing. You're showing with examples and people then can relate. Like then it's relatable. Exactly. Stories, you know, the statistic I believe is that if you tell a story, if you're given a presentation or whatever, you're 22% more memorable. You're 22% more likely to be remembered. And so if I have a sales call or a sales conversation with someone and then they're cooking dinner later that night, they're not going to remember, they're not going to remember how many times, how many one-on-one -on -one calls they get with me. They're not going to remember that. Or about Susan bringing in $10,000, you know, like that's what they're going to remember because <laughs> it resonates. Yeah. Yeah. And I love like one thing that I do truly now that you say it's part of the whole sales. I love storytelling. Like it's just one of my favorite things ever. I remember as a kid doing it, just making up stories and it just feels so and you're right that some of the greatest like actual salespeople that I know are exceptional storytellers, you know, and they just like bring you in and you just want to be like whatever their story is telling you. You want that feeling again. Um, yeah, they remember how you make them feel too. Yeah. yeah, we're on the same page. We're just saying the same thing, Heidi. Yeah. And you know, it's, um, I'll take that a step further as well. Hi, hi, Heidi. Yeah, I'll take that a step further as well. It's like, uh, we get to be full of integrity, right? My energy is high. <laughs> and I'm positive and optimistic, right? And so I'm going to do everybody a service if that's the feeling I try to leave with that human being. Because if you do like, if you do work with me in some capacity, you're getting a whole, I'm coming in hot with the positivity and the high energy, right? So if, if I can help you to feel that about your own business, and that is a feeling you want to continue, I've done a tr like a truthful, full of integrity sale. Does that make sense? It's like the vibe matches what the vibe will be when we work together. And I think that's really yes. We got to embody our vibe and show them that vibe through how the sales conversation goes as well. Yeah. And that's another level of knowing who you are, you know, like, and how you show up because a lot of people can see right through the bullshit, right? So it's like, if you're one way when you're perceived in the sales conversation, and then you behave another way later, and it's not aligned, you could kiss that goodbye. Um, you have to show up in your truth in the sales process, as you do in the work. Which, so imagine if I have to l laboriously take off my human hat, who I really am, and like sadly put on this like sad sales hat because I hate it and have a sales conversation. I'm not aligned as a human being. You're not going to get me. You're going to perceive. We as human beings, we perceive so much, even via Zoom or Instagram. Like you're going to. Yeah that I'm not fully aligned if I haven't embraced some kind of sales process and how to have a sales conversation that matches the energy of my real human hat. So I think one of the goals that I have when I work with clients is to finally stop doing the, whole, the hat dance. Like, mm -hmm. no, hi, I'm Allison, I'm Jackie, and I'm here in the sales conversation. What you see is what you get, and you get more and more and more of that.
as we go. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's how you said, you know, in the beginning, it takes some confidence too. It's also confidence in doing some of the work around knowing, you know, who you are, what kind of vibe you put out there, the energy. I mean, people could feel energy. And I know, again, that sometimes it sounds a bit woo woo, but I, I encourage anyone to just even feel the energy when they walk into a room or like when you're around certain people at work or this or that. You can tell like sometimes I'm always like all of a sudden you're sitting and somebody walks into the meeting room or something and I was like, whew, that just went like took a dive for that one. You know, like you can tell, right? And you don't want, well, I don't want to be that person. I tend to be more like you. I, bit, um, I like to be around people. I have energy in these kind of um, places. And as I've been getting a little older, though, I have realized that I do like to take more time to my, for myself. Um, that's just a side note. I'm not a part of sales. It's just recognizing and being aligned of who I am. Yeah. Um, there's so much goodness in what you just said. I'm gonna respond back to a couple pieces. Here's what, so I, I probably am coming off as a screaming extrovert in this moment, as I do when I talk about sales, because it gets me really excited. I am 100% an introvert. I don't mind being in front of a crowd. I, I do like talking to people, but I can only do it for short sprints. I can't marathon. That's not happening. So when you say you like more time to yourself, it just reminded me to say, there is not one way to be a good seller in your business. You, you are going to be the best um, salesperson and representative for your business when you are being fully yourself. And I saw my dear friend, Serby joined us. I'm not sure if she's still here, but this I think is going to blow your mind, Jackie. So every single person that I work with and everyone in my sales mastermind, um, I ask them to take an assessment called the Clifton Finder assessment. And what it spits back at them are their top five talents that when nurtured turn into strengths. And I actually, I bring in Serby to do, she's a certified strengths coach, right? And I bring mm -hmm. her in to help us understand we as individuals who have all of these different strengths, how can we lean into them and, and see more of that in our sales process? The takeaway there is there is not one way to be good at sales. Sure, there are some skills that if you can adopt and make your own through the lens of who you are as a human being, that's going to work for you. If you try to, if, if anyone tries to ever give you a sales script, please back away slowly, then run. <laughs> that, that, no. that's so you can now, yeah. if, you're, if that's how you learn to mimic and then make your own, okay, I'll, I'll allow it. But you know, what we really want to do is to say, what is the outcome we want to see in a sales conversation or in an email that we might be sending that is trying to get someone on a sales call with us or invite them to our, our Instagram live so that they can see our brilliance, right? And yeah. how are we going to do that? Well, we have to lean into what ourselves. There's no good script for that. You really need to make sure you are there. I see how they're saying yes. Yeah, no scripts. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how, um, uh, for everyone to know how you came on this uh, Beyond Small Talk IG Live is that I was watching you and you were challenging yourself to put out yourself out there more, right, and be in the front. And I said, oh, well, challenge accepted. Hi, Allison. I saw you're doing a challenge. I wanted to help and give you more exposure. Would you like to join IG Live with me? <laughs> but, and can I point out something that you're, I, I want to say, um, 
first of all, what a great job you're doing. And that's not just to blow smoke at you. I want to, I want to share with you in our mastermind, we spend so much time at, I'm going to, I'm going to go real technical at the top of the funnel. So an old school sales funnel, we're not talking about email funnels and modern, you know, funnels of our day. Like come back to the eighties with me, a sales funnel that looks like this, where we're meeting people and we're putting them in the top and we're bringing them through a process and then they turn into a sale, right? You're doing so brilliant at the top of your funnel which is you're putting yourself out there and that is so important but when you're doing these interviews what you're doing is you're you're inviting people who have aligned audiences with you right so that yeah. you're yeah. your audience and you're inviting new community members in with you if i could get every one of my clients to do exactly what you're doing jackie and in such a beautiful organized way that would be magic so keep doing that because we need to get out and get in front of other people's audiences i think where some entrepreneurs fall flat is that they have all these amazing offerings and webinars and things that they want to invite people to on their own platforms <laughs> But you have to constantly be going out and meeting new people to invite them to your platform. List building. I mean, that's the technical yeah. term. But what, And I didn't know that's kind of what I'm doing here, just in a different fashion. Uh, thank you for telling me that because I'm always like, oh, oh, I'm still list building. Yay. <laughs> are that you know if you were just here speaking to your own audience that's a beautiful thing too but by having me here i've seen a ton of you know people trickling in from my audience now they know you and they know how you are and so you're that's you're doing you're doing that very well and i i, I think the takeaway there is it's great to have stuff on your own platform but unless you're consistently getting in front of new warm audiences you're gonna run out of steam at some point um yeah. But you do not have to go take a list build, email funnel, Facebook ad class. You don't have to do that. You can do it like this. Because if your goal is to have aligned, enlightened, beautiful, deep relationships with your clients and serve them at high levels, you don't need 7,000 new followers uh, a month, even a year. You need people who see you, who see you aligned with someone they're aligned yeah. with, right? That's a beautiful thing. I, I'm seeing, I, I see Maggie Carter just came in here. She's a financial advisor and she is just bucking trends left and right. She has an event coming up called The Circle, Financial mm -hmm. Conversations for Women. She's not going, I gotta do Facebook ads and meet 7 million new people. She's like, I'm done. <laughs> on deep i'm doubling down on deep right and i want to take my relationships to a deeper better level if you are and i'll i'm i'm, I'm on a ramble now jackie i'll close by saying <laughs> if someone who's like yikes sales know that there are ways that can feel deep and aligned and like you're creating real relationships with people that can help your bottom line in the end I love your passion for it. That's why um, I was like, oh, please, I could listen to you talk about sales all the time um, and forever. And um, thank you. Thank you. I mean, the amount of tips that you just gave and everyone who's listening to this and will be listening to this on Apple Podcasts that we are on now and um, Spotify, I mean, the tips, I mean, sales is service. For me, sales is purpose. Now I have a own little statement that I can use, which I love. P-A-R, problem, action, uh oh no problem action i can't read my own writing p-a-r <laughs> problem action result you know just to be <laughs> yes exactly 
I mean, seriously, everyone who's listened to this multiple times because the amount of tips that you've given is like unbelievable. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your expertise. And if we could just end, I'd like to talk a little bit about like women in self-care practices. Do you do anything? <laughs> You're like, she's like, now my introvertness will come out. And for the rest of the evening, I will be, I don't know, <laughs> with my crystal. Yeah. So, <laughs> I thought about this because I, you know, I know you and I knew you were going to ask me uh, something in this realm. And, and to be majorly truthful with you, the best self care practice I, I am into these days is um, understanding and forgiveness. You know, this year is 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 unbelievable in a lot of ways. And we're showing up and being asked to show up in ways that are super important. Uh, and listen, uh, calendar items get mixed up. Uh, you know, things it's, it, um, you know, sometimes you can't show up as fully as you want to in these times. And so I, I honestly think the, the best thing I'm doing for myself in terms of self-care is, is self-compassion and forgiveness whenever it's grace, grace, grace. Yes. I wrote it yesterday too. Just people have some compassion. Like, come on, we're all doing the best that we can. And it's been, I just was thinking this morning, I've been seven months of my daughter doing homeschool. And you know, some of those mornings like today, I lost my shit. And I'm like, it's gonna happen. <laughs> I let it go. I'm really good at letting that go super fast now. Cause I was like, eh, whatever, it's Thursday. <laughs> it's whatever <laughs> but anyway thank you thank you thank you Alison and your website is alisondavis.com Alison dash that's fine I'm you sorry Alison yeah you could just google like Alison Davis sales coach trainer uh form uh founder of sales breakthrough mastermind google her and on instagram it's at Alison said thank you Jackie so follow her too Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. And everyone, be on Small Talk every Thursday at the 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Hour or go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and YouTube and type in Beyond Small Talk and check us out there. Download, follow it, help, help a sister out. Anyway, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>